understand the, where they're at and then the predictions for them. And there's a lot of excitement going on about the, that team. So we're just as excited to see us, how we match up against them. They're picked to win the Pac-12 and a lot of experts and analysts have chimed in on where they see them fitting in, in the scope of college football and let's see where we fit. So that's that's kind of the challenge to see where, how we fit. And really confident in the way our guys prepared and they should go into this game fitting loose and confident and, and feeling excited for the opportunity. That is Kalani Sataki right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network Cougar Preview Show. Counting you down to kickoff. Utah, BYU, first time these teams have played for the first game of the season. Scott Gerard alongside Hans Olsen, alongside uh, BYU great Will Snowden, kind enough to carve out a few uh, hours for us. He'll join us every Wednesday throughout the course of the season. Uh, you know, you go back to some of the conversations you had, Hans, and I remember – uh, talking to Aaron Roderick, and you mentioned, mm-hmm. um, you know, talking about are you in great game prep mode? Are you getting ready for the Utah game? And this was early in camp. He goes, camp? Like, we've been working on this game since January. Now, I don't know if he was just kind of joking around a little bit or if he was being serious. Uh, no, but. no, no. He was, he was pit bull serious. <laughs> like, he, he looked at me like, what are you talking about? It was like week – it was the uh, Monday of week two. Yeah. And I okay. said, you guys – so, like, really a lot of Utah prep? He's like – what are you talking about? On on record, he goes, what are you talking about? We This is January 1. <laughs> and he was serious as a heart attack. I'd say a heart, heart attack is serious, Yeah, and I, and, and I know he was serious about it. Okay, so when we look at two coaching staffs, Kyle Whittingham is notorious for having extra preparation time and doing really well. You look at his bowl record, and you look at his opening record. What yeah. is he in openers? Like, Kyle Whittingham is, like, extremely dominant in openers. Yeah. Yep. And now typically they're, you know, they're, at least the last few years they've been maybe some FCS teams and a mix of others. You had Michigan one year and you got that win. Yep. I remember I think it was year one, year two, he played UCLA and lost. Yeah. The, I, I think the that might Bowl. be the last time. It might be. So Witt's notorious, and obviously BYU, they went to the drawing board. Kalani knows his contract wasn't extended. He knows that has a lot to do with what he does against rivals. So who's got the benefit of the extra time here, Will? And, I, and this is a lot of extra time. Well, I, I believe they both do. I mean, I think obviously it's a benefit for both. But if I had to give an edge, uh, I would probably go with BYU. I, I think that BYU has probably spent a little bit more time um, preparing. And, and in that situation, I think that it's uh, – I don't know. It's a tough question, but I, I would say BYU. I think BYU has been since January one. I, I don't know if Utah's been since January one. I mean, they are they are Utah, and they have a lot of big worries with their conference, and there's just so many different things to to deal with. So, um, and they've won eight straight. BYU's lost eight straight. They know who they're playing the first game of the season. So, yeah, I would say BYU probably has spent a little bit more time, and it's probably been more of a benefit for them to really build up. And I think you guys saw that on that media day. The BYU players, I, I was like, what the, these guys are – they're pretty excited. I'm talking about, they, they, you know, right after spring ball, I was like, you guys are talking pretty aggressively. They were stirred up. They, they were stirred up <laughs> yeah, already. So I'm taking it that Kalani and that staff probably started that conversation January 1. Can that be detrimental, though? Definitely. I think that the youths have heard them loud and clear, but you still have to play the game. And and, and so I think, for, you know, I'm listening to a lot of high-scoring, you know, predictions. 
I don't see that at all, I mean, especially because of the time that both have to prepare. Yeah. You know, they both had a lot of time to prepare. And, and it's just so funny how well these staffs know each other. They know each other well. It's not like Kalani's like, oh, I don't know what the OC is going to do over there. I mean, I don't know him at all. What kind of guy is he? No, he knows him. He's sat in meetings with him. They, 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 he's helped them game plan. They, so you're going to see a defensive battle tomorrow. Uh, some fireworks are going to fly, but I would say the, the edge to BYU as far as the preparation time. You know, Scotty, again, go back to that Wisconsin game last year for BYU, and I, I know I keep going back to that, but there were some really creative things that I saw in that game. The game plan in general was a beautiful, creative game plan that had that brought plenty of success, hitting off the edges. But tell me if you remember this, Will, lining up against Wisconsin. Now, they did this against Utah and scored, yeah. but the first time we saw it was against Wisconsin. They took a quarterback transition to safety in Austin Kofensis, put him under center, and basically led three lead blockers through a hole and ran Austin Kofensis behind three lead blockers, one pulling guard, and, and then two other lead blockers. Yeah. It, 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 was, it was creative. And there, for a minute, I'm like, wait a second, wait. You're third and, and, and goal on the two, and you're going to put it in a quarterback's hand that is not your starting quarterback? What kind of madness is that? Because, <laughs> you know, you're worried about fumbled snaps, and you're worried about giving that responsibility to this kid. Well, they trusted him, and they created And it did go in for a score. And it did go in for a score against Utah. It was the same formation really the same base play when they answered the Julian Blackman pick six. I'm interested to see if I'll see it again tomorrow. Will you see Austin Kofensis at quarterback tomorrow? Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> if, if it's not Austin, I, well, it, well, it's, there's a possibility of others. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, it just gets really – you can do some creative things. And, and I, that was exciting to see that. You know what, we worked, I work with Austin Kofensis yeah. and, um, since high school. And, you know, he's a pretty safe guy to put at quarterback. He's been there before. You know, he's been at that position before. He's taken a lot of snaps. But – you know, you're going to see – I mean, I, I'm excited to see the trick plays. I think there's going to be some trick plays tomorrow night, and I think it's going to come from both ball clubs, so that, and they'll be needed. That was actually the question that I was going to go with is, who's more likely to pull out the stops and do things outside of the box? Like like you talked about, I, like I look at Kyle Whittingham, and you know Kyle Whittingham saying, we're doing Utah stuff. We've done Utah stuff, and we've beat them. Yeah. And you've got to be looking at Kalani Sataki and his staff, and they've got to be saying to a certain extent, not a large extent, but we've got to do some creative things. We've got to figure out a way, and it's got to be creative. If I'm Kyle, I'm going in, I'm coaching Utah football. It's tough nose. It's aggressive. It's, it's mean football, and that's, we're going to coach Utah football. If I'm BYU, I'm going into this thinking, guys, I'm taking all ideas. <laughs> and that's what makes it so fun, and yeah. that's what I, that's what I'm kind of talking to you about with these matchups. It's just at the end of the day, BYU doesn't believe, hey, we can match B, we can match Utah talent for talent. That, that's not what they believe. They don't believe that. Okay, well, you know, you, you've got a first round. You know, everything that you, Utah brings to the table is probably more athleticism, more speed. But you know, there, it, it, so BYU is going to have to be a creative, and I think you will see a lot of creativity. And I think what you'll see from Utah is we are the University of Utah. We've beaten you eight straight years. Um, they've all been close games, but tonight it's not going to be much different. Yeah. Run the ball at you, be physical with you, hit you, um, take our shots when we need to take our shots and win the game and outlast you. 
And uh, so, well, I mean, but you go to your point, Hans. Like, there were a lot of moments where it really felt like in that first half of that game and into the third quarter that, from a game plan standpoint, BYU had outschemed Utah. Now Utah eventually put the foot on the gas. Yeah, they did in the in the third and fourth quarter, made necessary adjustments and blew right past BYU. But initially, right out of the gate, it seemed like BYU scheme wise had come up with some really great wrinkles. They they did, and and it did look like that, and it was like that in the first two quarters and five minutes. Let me stop you right now. I've already told you, Hans, I don't want to talk about last year. The reality is this. The better team won last year. The team that was better beat BYU, and they didn't come out ready to play. It's hard to come out ready to play when the following week you're going to play for the Pac-12 championship. So the truth is Utah players were not up for the game, and I know this hurts BYU fan base and everything else because I'm in that fan base. But I'm going to tell you right now, the better team won. If you're winning by that many points and you and we give it up, the, the better team won. And the fact is Utah came out of the tunnel and they did not want to play Brigham Young University. They were thinking about the Rose Bowl, and that does happen. With that, I will say, Coach Witt, that's a hard job to keep them ready to play like when you're getting ready to go play for the Pac-12 championship. So I'm sorry. So out to the world. So you're not. You're not. I don't buy it at all. Last year, Utah, the only reason that game was close is because Utah was not ready to play. They did came out flat. I was there. I was. I, I felt the electricity. I saw them come out of the tunnel, and I don't believe they were really. It's like it's hard. It, you, you start overthinking. I'll tell you, hands, in 1998 or 99, we went down to play the University of Wyoming. We were ranked ninth in the country, ninth in the country. Country. And Wyoming smacked us like we didn't even belong. They smacked us like we didn't belong. But you want to know why they smacked us? Because we were thinking about the following week when we were going to play the University of Utah. In 2001, Utah, BYU was 11-0 and when they flew out to Hawaii. And Coach Rolovich, a good friend of mine, the head football coach at I Hawaii. That. I love that dude. Love him. He threw the ball all over the place and embarrassed us. And we are 11-0 and 0 with Luke Staley and Brandon Doman and all of the greats that we had on that ball club, and we couldn't even do anything. So that's what happened last year. I'm sorry. This is a new year, and that's good, and it's a better matchup, but I do not believe Utah was ready really to play the first three quarters of that game. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I would totally agree with that, but I still will. I think it's a mix of BYU did have some things in place to try to be creative and try to take advantage of that. You know, for, for instance – you can't put an offensive tackle on an island in even a run-blocking situation with Bradley and I. You've got to do creative things to try to take Bradley and I out of a game. And you go watch the first series. Now, your linebacker-turned-running back, Hadley, didn't understand that in zone runs, that backside uh, defensive lineman is unblocked. Yeah. And if you hesitate on the give, you're screwed. You don't hesitate on a zone give when you're leaving the backside lineman unblocked now the thought of it is well we're going to try to make we're going to try to force bradley and i to pause off of a quarterback thought because we're not going to we can't block him and if we block him he's going to fight across face and probably get into play so we'll leave him unblocked and they did that multiple times bradley made him pay bradley made him pay because you got a running back that wanted a pause on a give so but what i saw what i saw was the idea of it we can't block Bradley, so we're going to scheme Bradley. Yeah, yeah. And, and I saw that in other areas of that game. But, to your point, even with those schemes, if Utah's 100% laser-focused, they, they find some of those things out in the first two series, and it's not two quarters and five minutes. It's maybe 
eight minutes into the first. Okay, we're, we agree then. I, and I, I'm sorry, guys. To, 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 I'm just I'm tired of talking that talk because I don't want to talk it anymore. I want to see the Cougars of 2019 playing the Utes of 2019. I don't want to talk about last year just because I just I, I don't feel like the I feel like you Utah think it's a bad sample. Was, I think it's a bad sample, and I feel like Utah. That's a tough situation to be in, and I've been in those games as a top program playing a, a lower program at the time. Right? That's the end of the year. It's not like BYU was coming in hot. Okay, so you're saying that there's no chance of that type of sample size playing out to begin the season. No way in H. H. Thank, thank you, Will. I like it. <laughs> you can, you can, Kurt. I said that during a Utah State game once. It's all right. Yeah, yeah but, but I'm trying to be a little bit better than you, though. I, 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 <laughs> hey, <laughs> the bar is not set that high. What the hell just happened? <laughs> oh, man, Will, I love that you're turning that language, man. That's good stuff. But uh, No, and, 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 and dude, I, I, I totally appreciate your, your vision on that because I, I'm not far off. Look, I did the, the four-quarter breakdown. Yeah, and, and, and I watched could, it. Yeah, and I could see individually – by a man, I could see who wasn't engaged and who was. Yeah, and, and, and let me add something to this, Hans. Just, uh, just I don't say a lot of nice things to you because there's not a lot of nice things to say about you. But wow. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, what you do on those breakdowns for the for fans, you have to watch this. This is an education that is huge because things that pe- that the average fan doesn't understand about. Every aspect of how how intricate this game really is. Yeah. Um. So I just love it and I appreciate, I appreciate that. that. That's the best. You're thing getting to do. a you're getting a football PhD when you watch that. Yeah. Stuff. It's wonderful. That's the first thing that Will's ever said nice to me. I, I want to package it up and put it in a locket no, and well, keep it around my neck. He did preface it by saying, "I don't say a lot of nice things because <laughs> there's not a lot of nice things to say about you." Yeah. But man, I've loved Will from the very first day I met him. Will has only loved me for the last two months. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took a while. You have you have some good Hans Olsen stories. You know, I like to. I'm just going to say when when I met Hans Olsen. Uh, obviously, <laughs> he was a different dude. I mean, he really yeah. was. And and and, and not, he, but he, but like I say, I, I did, I've always loved Hans, but the dude was different. I mean, he, he come from Weezer. You know, he's loud. Loud and aggressive, and just you know, loved to wrestle everybody. He was wrestling, slamming people to the ground, except for one guy. Yeah, talking loud. Not (laughs) one guy he didn't wrestle, but uh, you know, he was very. I don't even know how to explain it, but he was extremely funny. Um, But you know, a little loud for my taste. Just kind of, you know, I I would see him walking. The type of guy that would usually grab you physically or something. You know, one of the guys still does that. Yeah, one might, might bang you in the head with your his helmet. You know, face to face. I don't need that. I, 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 that's not what I'm. You doing. don't need that to be no, motivated. No, no, to let me tell like... you how silly that is. Alon Edwards and uh, who was the transfer from? Who transferred from Washington? He was our starting middle backer. We're opening up against. I can't remember who at Virginia. These you're two, talking Holtry. Oh, Chris Holtry. Dan Holtry. Dan Holtry. These dudes. Uh, so we're at warmups. Jeff Holtry. Jeff Holtry. Great from player. Michigan. Yeah, from Michigan. These uh, him and Alon actually are. You know how guys grab each other by the face and bang the head together. Yeah. They concussed themselves before the game. <laughs> they couldn't even play. The first, Alon's out both there. Of them? and Yes, both of them. And they're starters. And Alon's out there, and, and, and I, see, I hear Coach Lamb screaming, like, through the headset. What in the hell is going on? Barry know, Lamb, not Bar- Ed. Yeah, 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 Barry Lamb. And, uh-huh. and, and he's up in the, in the booth. 
and he's and I'm next. I don't know why I'm watching closely on the defense, but I hear him yelling through the. I can hear him yelling through the headset while I'm just with my helmet on. He's pissed, yeah. and he's like, <laughs> and the coaches start yelling at Elon to move where you're supposed to move. He's on the whole wrong side of the field. <laughs> He doesn't. I mean, he's that out That's of it. That's a great way to start that game. Yeah, and 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 they ended up scoring, and then he did not play another down. That came obviously, and neither did Jeff. They were concussed. Was that, that was our second half comeback, right? Uh, With Brett Ingerman? No, we didn't. No, no. This this was not at home. This was at home. I can't remember. It was ninety seven? Maybe I don't know. Ninety eight? Maybe was that where they put fifty on us? They they beat the heck out of us. Yeah. Very bad. Yeah. You played terrible that game. You had a really bad game. Well, it, it, it was, it was Thomas Jones. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. You didn't play bad. No, but, I did play but, bad. But the, it was, but the guy was Thomas Jones was the next level. Yeah, player. Thomas I mean, Jones is no joke. <laughs> yeah, it was Thomas Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah he took me for a five yard run for a five yard ride. Like On his I, back. Yeah. That was wonderful. I hooked onto his tree trunk quad, and I'm like, "What? This guy? <laughs> <laughs> what is his deal?" You want to know one person that frightened me when we played is uh, Dwight Freeney. I was truly frightened in the game. You know what it feels like as a man to be frightened in the middle of a football game? Dwight Freeney. <laughs> Probably not good. It, it wasn't good. Well, yeah. I mean, who, who frightened you more, Dwight Freeney or, or Brian Urlacher? Yeah, you had Urlacher too, didn't you? Urlacher was so nice. I, you know, in the game, I, I come into the game, I was, you know, I shared time with Brian McKenzie at that time. Yeah. And I come into the game probably like the 10th play of the game, and I'm, I'm in my stance, and I look across because I have to identify who I'm going to block, and it's Urlacher. If he blitzes, right? And I'm like, okay. I look at him, and he nods at me. Like, he nods, hey. And I'm like, Why is he what's nodding? he doing? <laughs> Why is he nodding at me? So then he's like, he's like, hey, he nods to me. It, sort, sorry, sort, I get the ball. I run. He tackles me. And he's like, hey, Will, how you doing, bud? That's exactly what he said. Hey, Will, how you doing? I was like, oh, how do you I'm, know? I'm like, Why? Hey. I'm like, hey, but he's like, and actually he played with a guy that I played with in high school, oh, okay. and he told him to tell me hello in the middle of the game to kind of mess with me, <laughs> and then I, and he told me the whole story, and we get back in oh, it, and, and it was a good game. That's gamesmanship right there. Very, I mean, the guy mm-hmm. was everything. That'll get in your head. Yeah. All right, coming up next, it's another edition of uh, Preview Show Over Under. So I've set some lines. Well, this is all entertainment purposes only, okay? I've set some lines on what to expect in this game. Uh, will, you will say whether you will take the over-under or under on these lines. Yes. We'll do it next. 97.5, 1280 The Zone, live here at Tim Daly Nissan Southtown. Great program they've got right now. If you walk in the doors here, it's 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 crazy, it's magical. I don't know how they do it, but you walk in the doors and automatically your credit score gets bumped up 100 points. So if you've got some dings on there and you're in the 550, 600 range, boom. You're in the 657. Even if you got pretty good credit, you can go from 720 to 820. You're going to save hundreds of dollars over the life of that loan. All you have to do is come down here. Tim Daly Nissan Southtown. That's Tim Daly Nissan Southtown. This is DJ and PK. Joined once again by Lincoln Kennedy, Pac-12 Network Analyst. So from a coach and a player's perspective, looking at Utah, how much do you like playing the rivalry game or maybe don't like playing the rivalry game with BYU in the first game? I don't like it in the first game. There's too much at stake because you don't know what type of product you're going to have when you get out there and play against other people. This is a big game. Fortunately for Utah in the past history, even though they haven't started well against BYU, they found a way to win. But it's a very risky game because you and I both know these days when it comes in college football, you know, one loss, you're not necessarily out of it, but it does deter a lot of voters from staying with you. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 
Scotty. It is time for another edition of Oak Under, where we uh, take some of the lines, or, well, we create some lines, and uh, I'll try to uh, see if we can uh, kind of figure out how this game's going to go. You ready? That's the hope with the over-under. And uh, there's a uh, $10 per number. No, I'm just sorry. I missed. You meant to say... Ten. A, uh, ten pieces of jerky. Ten pieces of Skittles. <laughs> ten packs of Skittles. Ten packs of Skittles. Oh, we got a lot of Skittles off Christian that one year, remember? Yeah, he ended up paying quite a bit. Well, miss you, Christian. I hope you're doing well. He recouped that. He recouped that sure. change. Yeah, yep. All right, let's start with BYU rushing yards in this game. Will, I'm going to set the line at 129.5 as a team. BYU rushing yards in this game. Oh, man, that's a tough one. A tough one. <laughs> um, I'm going to go under barely. Do you think they break 120? Yes. All right. Will is going under. Hands? Scotty, could you please go? Uh, I am going to go under as well. Okay. This you just—I don't think you can get—I don't think you can get to 130 against this Utah defensive line. I'm going to change over. <laughs> All right, give me the under. Hands is going under. Yeah, and you're just saying like slightly over. Yeah, they're going to go. Uh, over. Okay. All right. So well, wait, let me look. Make sure you don't have this. <laughs> no, no. Just stick with what you said. I mean, I, I'm okay. sorry. No, I, I won't change. I, I just wanted to make sure you didn't have this as an over/under, and I wanted to ask you this question. Um, Zach Wilson, how many called rushes, not scrambles, called rushes will he get? Three. That's it. Yeah. And I think that's enough. And and those will be off of uh, would it be off an option look? Yeah. Because that's how he got off the edge last year. Mm, yeah. Um, so with that, let's go Tyson Williams rushing yards. I'm going to set it at seventy nine point five. Over. Will is going over. Ants. Under. All right. Hands is under. I will go under as well. All right. Um, Jaron Hall snaps in this game at quarterback. I'll set the line at .5. At quarterback or at, on the field? At quarterback. It could be a direct snap as a, maybe a wildcat. That counts as quarterback. What did you put it at? .5. Over. Over. <laughs> over. Over. Um, who do you think gets in first if they if they change up something tricky, Kefensis or Jaron? Jaron, Kefensis. I'm gonna go under. Uh, Zach Wilson interceptions thrown in this game, one point five. <laughs> I'm giving him a free one. Man, I love over under because it really makes you think about <laughs> matchups. I'm gonna go over. Wow. They're losing this game then. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's it, – it, it, name the last time that, that Utah didn't have at least two two turnovers in this yep. game. They, they they tend to be pretty good at, at getting them all. Under. I like under 1.5. Yep. Uh, I'll go under as well. Um, will BYU allow a Utah touchdown on defense or special teams? Uh, Riley Nelson mentioned a stat. This morning he was on with DJ and PK. And I have not checked it. I've not confirmed it. But he said something like seven out of the last eight years, Utah's had a touchdown either on special teams or defense. 
Man, last year, the first three quarters of Utah special teams just killed them. Killed them. They gave up a blocked field goal. Even Mitch Wisnowski shanked one straight left off of his foot that went out of bounds. That's interesting, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like, what <laughs> uh, What else was there? Oh, uh, there was the blocked field goal. What was the other special teams play? There was another special teams play that Utah screwed. Oh, it was, uh, it was the, 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 the muff, muff punt. Muff kick, yeah. The muff punt. The uh, guy goes to... A guy kind of got pushed back into it, and BYU ended up getting back on a punt. Their special teams killed them last year. I'm, I'm going to go the under on that, Scotty. I forgot the question. You confused me. Um, <laughs> essentially, will Utah score a touchdown on special teams or defense? Yes or no? Special no. teams or defense. Right. Oh, or defense. that's so tough, man. That's, that's a really <laughs> tough one. Yeah, it's a really tough one. I'm going to go over because it just seems to happen in this thing. Yeah. <sighs> I'm, I think I'm with you, Scotty. I, I, I just uh, a lot of. I, I don't think it's going to be as sharp as a game as everyone that wants it to be on both sides of both both the both. Uh, yeah, the first fan bases. The, I, so I'm going to go over. I yeah. think that there's going to be. You know, I, I, right now I can't get out of my mind. I don't know. Was it Utah when when uh, <laughs> was? Do you remember the the bizarre play of? Uh, Jake heaps where he snaps the ball. This ball comes bad, yep. and then he then he gets the ball and kind of like almost tosses it backwards. <laughs> it was the craziest. I, I, it's stuck in my brain right now, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm and I love Jake. Nothing but respect when we do stuff in the summer. But damn, that was a rough <laughs> moment. <laughs> that was rough. Oh, and, did, and did so he try to kick it out of the back or no, miss the kick? And... Uh, he just he, it was it was terrible. I mean, yeah. it was absolutely a, a joke. So that was a bad play. We all we've all had those plays. So. So I'm going to say over. I think that that will happen. Tyler tweets in, said we could have set the line, uh, Tyson's rushing yards at 700 yards in this game, and Will would have been like, over. <laughs> You're a funny guy. I mean, listen, that's why you play the game. And, and I love for people to hate on me. And, and, and Tyler. This, you, this guy just likes to have fun with yeah, us. He and, does and, it to all of us. Yeah, and, and I love Tyler. That, that's wonderful. And it, he always but practices. I, he'll, I would have said probably 600, but. You're going too far. Uh, Zach Wilson passing yards in this game had 204 last year. I'll bump it up a little bit. I'm going to put it at uh, 219. Over. Ooh. Under. Uh, Will is going under. I am going to go over. So, hands, you've got BYU with less than 129 yards rushing. But over on the passing yards, you think Zach's going to sling it a bit? Well, I think that Utah's defense should be able to force them into the pass. Uh, you know, <laughs> sorry, sir. This is when we need a webcam. Here. Uh, let me just tell you. I mean, yeah. his level of disgust is palpable. <laughs> I know over the air. It, 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 well, I'm a little disgusted. But listen, that's why we all have opinions. You know, it is what it is, and. I, I, so it, my, my, my thought is you're, you're going to probably have moments where you're going to have to air this ball out. That's, that's my thing. And, so, and, and I think that BYU's with, with Bushman, I, th- I actually think that they've got some receiving th- threats. I think Oliva can be a real problem. I think Micah Simon should 
they have a better season. And he has a lot to prove. He really does have a lot to prove. They, they, they've got the guys, but but still, the, we're, we're just talking about, I would like to look at the rivalry passing yards in the history of BYU-Utah, particularly over the last 20 years. I mean, uh, over the last 20, well, how long have we been out of college? I graduated in 2019 years. Uh, well, so eight, I, I, eight, I, 12 years. What? No, you're uh, ten, ten years. You talking about when you got your degree? <laughs> that was that was last. Why, year. What, what? Okay, what you did to DJ was really horrible. What you just did to me right there was criminal. Well, no, I'm just. I wasn't criminal. That's. I thought that's what you were saying. And I feel uh, like it's a fair question. <laughs> it's not a fair. It took me a while to get my degree. I don't again, think we can attack. We can attack ago? our own. Remember, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, but if DJ were to make that joke, we'd have problems. That was eight years ago. Yes, I got my degree. All right, so there you ago. go. Congratulations. So, so if you're asking when I graduated, it was eight years okay, ago. Okay, but we finished. We came here together in 1996. How many yards did Sark throw for in 1996, the 14-1 team that we played for against U- Utah? Did he throw for more than uh, – he throw, did he just light it up and throw for 400? That's not I what you do in this game. That was Kaipo McGuire, KO. We, we had lost the Tula. Had, no, or, we lost the Tula the, the following, following week. week. Chad, Chad Lewis, Chad Lewis, Lewis Tula. That's a lot of ballers, and I don't think that we threw for – I would be interested to see what Sark threw for that game. Uh, you won the game 37-17. to 17. Does that sound right? Yep. We beat him really good. Uh, passing yards. Do you remember how good K.O. Keanu? I, those two, McGuire and Keanu, were just electric. Man. Yeah, and just fun to watch. They were electric. But regardless, uh, I, I, I'm going with the under, under 219. Hey, I, I, I was going to say, with the with the BYU depth chart, seeing Micah Simon beat this out Gunnar Romney. This cannot be right. What did they say? Holy smokes. We rushed for about 200. You, no, you ran for... 376 yards in that game. Yeah. Sark was... What did Ronnie Jenkins have in it? Uh, Ronnie Jenkins, mm-hmm. uh, 29 for 161. Brian McKenzie, 23 for 180. Yeah. We, we, we um, just smacked them up. I mean, it was... And dude. by the way, Sark only attempted 12 passes in that game. Seven of 12 passing for 70 yards. Okay, check 97. We, we lost that game. So you start breaking it down. I mean, it's not a game. This is one of the things. In a rivalry game, you're playing not to lose. You've got to play smart. You've got to play chess. This is not checkers. Hands, I know you play checkers a lot. Just bop, bop, bop. I'm but, more of a chess guy. Yeah, <laughs> I love chess. Yeah, me too. I would love to battle you. Let's do it. Anytime. You bring it. I'll bring the board next week. We'll we're play gonna, an hour before. We're going to do the BYU preview chess <laughs> battle. But my point is, my point is, the coaches, this is a game where you, you just don't want to put your quarterbacks in too bad. You want to keep them in good situations. Hey, really quick. Uh, Micah Simon beat out Gunnar Romney for that starting receiver spot. And and I know that Gunnar was projected to probably beat out Micah because Micah was set on the bench last year. Yeah, he was. A lot of drops last year. Just mentally, I mean, but I'll tell you, I, Micah went to work this offseason. I mean, he's put in great work. Spent a lot of time with my partner, Margin Hooks, obviously training. and His and, confidence uh, is up. Oh, he's up. He's catching the ball. He's running well. He's, he's, he's ready. I mean, I think he'll do some good things. The next year in 97, you guys lost, um, let's see, what was it, 20 to 14? Kevin Federick, same amount of yards, 10 of 16 passing, 70 yards. Yeah, so so that so I'm expecting under two under two nineteen. That's just my thought. I mean, it'll still play effectively though. Um, all right, so let's move on. Couple more questions here. Matt Bushman had six catches last year in the game. I'm going to bump it down a little bit. Five point five is your over under on total receptions for Matt Bushman in this game. Five point five. By the way, I'm going to take the over. Five point five. Under. Five point five to Bushman. Oh man, I don't. That's a tough one. I'm going to take the over. 
And uh, BYU total points scored. I'm going to set the line at. Can I? Can, yeah. can I just? Do I have time to expand on that a little bit? Uh, yeah. So I, I think one of your weak areas is going to be uh, zone coverages with Utah's middle linebackers. If if there's going to be any cushion in anywhere to potentially attack, it might be there, even though they do have one of the best nickel backs in the country in Javon Gidry. <laughs> Gidry can make up for a lot because of his extreme speed. Um, you're going to find Bernard. You're going to find Devin Lloyd. You're going to find Carlson. You're going to find... You know, middle linebackers and linebackers that are teamed up trying to slow Bushman down. I guess it's. I guess it comes back to your fact. Will can you force Utah off the bracket? That's the question. And I, I don't. Know, I don't know. Do you have enough that you can force the safeties over and cover twos and and really force them over the top off of the top of Bushman? Because they're they're going to key Bushman. Got to. That's that will be their key. That, that's that. That will be the, that. I mean, you're talking about an NFL talent. Uh, NFL talent. Can and, you move uh, it to four point yeah, five? Yeah. Well, no, you can't just change it. Because no, no. I think he's going to have five catches. Yeah, that's what I believe. So that with five point five, I'm going you know under. What? Leave me on the under. He's going to have six. Oh, you were the over. You're over. All right, Sim. Uh, leave me on the over. He's right. going to have six. All right. There you go. Hopefully, yes. You mean, you mean, are you sure you don't, he won't have don't, eight? You can't sit here and manipulate me into me picking what you want me to pick on over-under. Well, you – uh, That's I just, discouraging. I apologize. It was out of line. I'm, I'm sorry. It's discouraging. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not unusual. You got one more on here? Oh. One more. BYU total points scored in this game, 23.5. Over. I know where Will's going. By the way, I will take the under. Under. All right. I'll leave the final scores for tomorrow. Or for, yeah, tomorrow. Friday. Oh, final, well, final scores. I'll, I'll submit a final score on Friday. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> if it'll count. Yeah. All right. There you go. Over, under. We'll wrap things up. Get you ready for the big show straight ahead. 97.5, 12 to the zone. The 2019 season begins this week, and what better way to kick off the season than the Holy War? Listen all week as the Zone Sports Network gets you ready for another chapter of the BYU-Utah rivalry. Then, on game day, catch the Holy War pregame show beginning Thursday at 6 at JCW's in Provo. They gonna talk about me. Your home for the best Holy War coverage in Utah is right here. On 97.5-1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Uh, all right, so we will have complete coverage of this game coming up tomorrow. Remember, the Ute Preview Show will be uh, tomorrow from 1 to 3 with Frank Dolce. Uh, and then we'll have the pregame show beginning at 6 o'clock, kickoff somewhere around 8.30. We'll have the postgame show. You'll be live down at JCW's kicking off the pregame show. Yeah, we will. I, I can't wait. We, we, can we help each other? With this JCW's issue? Well, you know, what I committed to is um, only that's going to be my cheat day because yeah. I've already been thinking about the, 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 the 
the milkshake I'm going to get tomorrow night. And I'm, I'm changing it up a little bit. I'm not going to let you know until tomorrow because you know the Snowden was created yeah. last year. Yeah. That's a, a, the vanilla base. Peanut butter. <laughs> no, no peanut butter. Oh, I thought it was a scoop of peanut butter. No, they, I, I think I went with the vanilla base with. I know uh, I had an Oreo in it. Oreo cookie dough. <laughs> and then and banana. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. It was the banana. <laughs> and that sets it off. That's the secret. It was that the, most fresh don't think about, the fresh banana. The fresh banana. So, uh, yeah, yeah, let's work on it. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, so what? this is what typically would happen with Will and I. Because like, Will and I, you know, we, we're trying. We try to keep our bodies okay and our health okay. And so I call Will and be like, hey, dude, no messing around tomorrow JCW's. We get there, and we're like, you know, large chili cheese fry. Can we get <laughs> two things that have extra dipping sauce? I'm going to take the, the wings. I'd like the, uh, the 12 extra hot wings, and can I get the Hawaiian burger? And Will's like, that's a way to take it easy, bud. <laughs> <laughs> and watching this guy, and you know how he likes to get his wings knuckle deep as yeah, he goes all the into way the down. ranch yeah, sauce? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the way down. Yeah, I mean, and then he just tears right into it. All the way down in that sauce. And, man, you just sit there and you take a couple of big bites of wings, a scoop of that Will Snowden shake, you know, because I ended up getting that. Yeah, it was, you did. Several it was, times. It was really good. I like that added banana. It just sparks whatever flavor. Everyone, if you're going to JCW and getting the uh, uh, shake, please try that 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 shake with it's it's cookie dough um, oreo. oreo and the fresh banana i mean it's in just, a vanilla base in the vanilla base yeah <laughs> it is good so busy day coming up tomorrow and uh by the way uh utah state coaches show i'm gonna be hanging out with gary anderson tonight that will start at six o'clock on twelve eighty a.m so we got you covered utah state utah byu right here on the zone sports network uh big thanks to tim daly nissan southtown for letting us hang out here today uh, we'll be at Tim Daly Infinity coming up tomorrow for the U Preview Show. For Will Snowden, Hans Olsen, I'm Scott Gerard. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone.